Oh, we should do that before every drash. <laughs> so I'm a paper guy, but we're moving, and our printer hasn't moved yet, so I'm struggling with an iPad. If anybody's seen my desk at work, they would know I'm not paperless. Okay, so today I felt like the Lord wanted me to talk about when life is hard. And this is coming out of a couple of years of our family struggle with uh, difficult jobs and I travel too much and we have a lot of stress and are trying to come to a place where we can have a quiet orderly life and a good family life. And so Jeanette and I have been praying through a lot of this for several years now. And uh, so what I'm talking about is when it feels like there's not enough to meet the demands of life. Or like Elijah said in the King's passage, it's too much. I, I don't have enough. Um, and so I'm not, I'm not really talking about serious loss or tragedy or persecution, but just when it seems like there's not enough time, not enough money, not enough direction, not enough wisdom. Uh, you get the idea, right? But we know that this is not consistent with the good news of the kingdom. In the kingdom, there's more than enough. Our father owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He stands outside of time and he holds all things together through his might. He has promised to, to provide all our needs according to his riches and glory in Messiah Yeshua. He's got lots of riches and glory, right? So that's not a little bit of provision. That's plenty. And he knows our needs before we even ask. So why are things difficult sometimes? Um, this is not my, this little sidebar is not my topic, but um, I think one thing that's important to ask and that I need to keep asking myself is, Lord, am I being disobedient? Is, is this uh, because I'm not, I haven't, followed you in obedience or there's an area I'm in disobedience we can't assume that that we're in the wilderness for 40 days like Yeshua we could be in the wilderness for 40 years like the children of Israel right who were there for disobedience so it's important to stay humble and, and be open to correction so several weeks ago as I am want to do I was complaining to the Lord about uh, our our stress and but more specifically about some people who are going through some hard times and they're faithful and it seems like their life is just unfair. It wasn't even, I wasn't complaining for myself. Uh, usually I am, but this time I wasn't. And I, I felt like the Lord said, well, sometimes life is like basic training. And that meant a lot to me because when I went through basic training, it was really hard mentally. And one of the biggest things I struggled with was it wasn't unfair, or it wasn't fair, and it was unapologetically unfair. Uh, and I really struggled with that. You could be doing everything right, and you still get in trouble. Um, but this is for a purpose, right? They're trying to transform you in a very short period of time from a civilian into a soldier. And to do that, they have to break you down and build you back up. And I think that's what the Lord is trying to do to all of us, right? Our life seems like a lifetime, but it's very short. 
in view of eternity, and he doesn't have a lot of time to break down the image that the world has put on us of who he is and who we are, and that has to be broken down so we, we can be built in the image of Messiah, and we can have a proper view of him, as Isaiah 6 says, seated on the throne, high and exalted, with his glory filling the temple, right? And Psalm 2 that, that Sam just said, he laughs at his enemies, right? He is, he is so beyond anything that we're facing. We have to have that view. But I think, at least for me, I don't get that sitting in a teaching. I got to, like, go be hard-pressed to really get it. So I wish I could get it in a teaching. It'd be a lot easier. So in basic training, the Army has, I think, beyond soldiering skills, three goals that are very important. They're trying to break down our civilian identity. They're trying to break down our selfishness so we can work as part of a a squad or a platoon, and they're trying to break our disobedient spirits so we can submit to authority. And God is doing the same thing with us. So I think God has me and and our family in basic training right now. I wish I was in Ranger School or Special Forces Q course. That would be cooler, right? But I think I'm still in basic training. So here's a few ways that, as I was thinking about this, Uh, I think our life with God is like basic training, and hopefully this is helpful. It's an analogy, so, you know, if it doesn't help you, just let it go. I'm not saying that this is a parable. Uh, Yeshua did very short parables, and they said a lot. I tend to talk a lot, and I don't know that I say very much. So we all volunteered. God doesn't force us to serve him, but once we sign up, he thinks he's in charge. Our drill sergeant in life thinks he knows what's best for us, and he has a training plan that will take us from being selfish civilians to selfless warriors. It seems that this is painful and stressful and pushes us beyond our limits. Hebrews 12, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Ephesians 2, we are his workmanship created for good works in Messiah Yeshua. Hebrews 4 and 5, Our drill sergeant has suffered in every way, just as we have. Basic training's not fair, and neither is life. God is just, but we're not going to realize that full justice here. And a little unfairness now is worth it if we're created in the image of Messiah. Basic training is short. It's intense because you got eight weeks. And I said this before, our life is short compared to eternity. God's got to fit in a lot of transformation in a short period of time. And that seems to come best through difficult situations. In basic training, there's not much classroom time. You learn by doing. In basic training, you need to eat good food and drink a lot of water if you're going to make it. So when I get stressed out, I, I like to retreat to junk food and spy novels. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not helpful. And it's not going to help you get through. Uh, So I felt like recently the Lord has been challenging me to step up my relationship with him through prayer and fasting, reading the word, and waiting on the Lord. Um, This is easier said than done when you're stressed out, right? I I want ice cream and chips. In basic training, if you get a no-go, meaning you didn't 
you didn't pass the first time, you get to try again. But you have to go do 50 push-ups, 50 sit-ups, and run a couple of laps before you try again. So the next time is even harder, and you're tired. So I think the Lord was saying to me, <clears throat> you need to ask what it is that you're supposed to be learning so you can get a first-time go. And you don't have to come back the second time when it's harder and the third time when it's even harder and the stakes are higher. Um, but sometimes what you're supposed to be learning, and I think this is probably where I am, is perseverance and endurance. And so you get to marinate for a while. And I think that's where I am. So it's not so fun. And lastly, sometimes when it's really intense, the only thing that keeps you going is looking forward to graduation day. Okay, so like an analogy, it falls apart. Here are some things that are different. In basic training, you can't seek comfort from your drill sergeant, but our drill sergeant is the good shepherd, right? And the difficulties are to drive us to him, not to build self-reliance. Psalm 34, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and comforts all who are crushed in spirit. Psalm 91, he will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. In basic training, your drill sergeant isn't in the mud next to you. He's standing above you yelling. But we have the Holy Spirit with us. Hebrews 13, for God himself has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. With confidence we may say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what can man do to me. John 14, I will ask the Father and he will send another helper so that he may be with you forever, next to us, with us, when life is hard. I will not abandon you as orphans. So one thing I really want to make clear, uh, and I think some people struggle with, with their view of God being angry. God is not an angry drill sergeant. There's a Stanley Kubrick movie that I don't recommend uh, about life in the Marine Corps and the gunny sergeant when they're in basic training you know the nicest thing he says is you're a scumbag and it goes downhill from there that's not our drill sergeant so with that in mind I think I want to close with the 13 attributes of God and from our Torah portion is this This is what we have to get, right? We have to see who God is and not, not miss it because we're stressed out by life. Adonai, Adonai, the compassionate and gracious God. He's describing himself after gross idolatry, right? So it's not about us being adequate. Slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness and truth showing mercy to a thousand generations, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, yet by no means leaving the guilty unpunished, but bringing the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children to the third and fourth generation. So, I don't know if saying life is like basic training is encouraging, uh, but it was to me because I was struggling with whether or not God is really good and whether or not our yoke is easy and our burden is light. And I think what he was trying to tell me is, I love you enough 
to transform your life and I'm with you in it and you can trust me and I am good and all those verses that say I'm good I am good and all those verses where it says there's enough there is enough I'm allowing you to experience lack so that you come to me to be filled Shabbat Shalom